The following is my conversation with Mr. Richard Karp, a fascinating guest who has some interesting information to share on the prevalence and history of prefixions in the animal kingdom. Thanks for coming, Richard. You definitely answered some questions I had about prefixions that I couldn't find answers to anywhere else. So let's get started. This episode has been brought to you by Precision Nets, the best netting for your fish. Mm-hmm. With their fine mesh, they can keep your fish safe and healthy. Visit precisionnets.com to learn more and get 20% off your first purchase. Thank you for listening. Hey, Richard, thanks for joining us today. As you know, prefixions are a little bit of a mystery to a lot of people, so it was great to be able to learn more about them from you. Can you start off by telling us a little bit about what prefixions are? Prefixions are tiny little anatomical features that you'll find on different parts of different animals. They can be found on antenimals. They can be found on antennae, legs, wings, mouth parts, and other places. That's really cool. So you're saying that prefixions are kind of like symbols or symbols of things? Yeah, pretty much. Prefixions are often used to help scientists learn more about the anatomy and physiology of different animals. That makes sense. And do you think that prefixions are more prevalent in some groups of animals than others? Yeah, I think they're more prevalent in some groups of animals than others. They're especially common in insects, but they can be found in other groups as well. That's really interesting. So do prefixions have a history dating back to ancient times? Yes, prefixions have a history dating back to ancient times. Some of the earliest examples of prefixions can be found in insects like dragonflies and beetles, and they've been used in research for a long time. That's really cool. So dope prefixions play an important role in the anatomy and physiology of different groups of animals? Yeah, I think they do. Prefixions can be used to help researchers understand the anatomy and physiology of different species of animals, and they can also be used in conservation efforts. That makes sense. And do you have any favorite prefixes that you've studied? No, I don't really have any favorite prefixes that I've studied. I just enjoy learning about all the different types of prefixes that exist out there. That's awesome. So are you a research scientist or something? Because it sounds like you've got a lot of knowledge on this topic. No, I'm not actually a research scientist. Uh, I'm a biology teacher at a local high school. But I do enjoy learning about research and prefiction since they're both interesting topics. Thanks for asking. So does every animal have a prefiction? No, not every animal has a prefiction. Some animals don't have any prefixions at all. That's interesting. So do prefiction sexist in the animal kingdom? Yeah, prefixions do exist in the animal kingdom. Uh, they're especially common in insects, but they can be found in other groups as well. That's really cool. Do you have any more information on prefixions that you can share with us? Sure thing. I can tell you a little bit about the history and prevalence of prefixions in the animal kingdom and how they can be used in research and conservation efforts. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Richard Karp, for joining us today and sharing some interesting, interesting information on prefixions in the animal kingdom. Prefixions are tiny little anatomical features that can be found on different parts of different animals, and they've been used in research for a long time. They're especially common in insects, but they can be found in other groups as well. Thanks for your time. And we hope you have a wonderful day. I'll end this episode with a poem titled Prefixions of the Animal Kingdom by Robert Frost. Prefixions of the Animal Kingdom, arranged in orders most quaint, customs antiquated as time, clustered and diversified according to sex. 
variegated and illuminated his life.